Hey everybody, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach. You know, we talk about a lot of business topics, but by far the question I'm asked the most is how do I grow the value of my business so I can sell it someday for an outrageous price? So we've created a special report for you on 10 tips to grow the value of your business. Just text the word DRIVERS to 44222 to get this special free report delivered right to your inbox. That's DRIVERS to 44222. Text DRIVERS to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their three- to ten-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hello, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, you know, it's always a pleasure when we have guests come back and talk to us again about what's changed in their lives, what's what's happening in their lives. And uh, today we have Sue Coach, who is rejoining us from Three Squares Coaching and Consulting here in Irvine, California. And, uh, you know, Sue helps people to understand that uh, today and today's topic is that self-awareness is sexy. So Sue, I can't wait to hear about that. Welcome back to the show. Thanks again for, for rejoining us. Thank you. It's great to be back. Well, Sue, what? tell us a, a little bit about, for those of you who didn't, uh, for those of our listeners who did not hear your first interview uh, or your second, tell us a little bit about um, you and your background. Okay, great. I uh, am a career and life design coach and it came out of my untimely, I guess I would say, uh, layoff for my corporate job that I'd been uh, doing for well over 30 years. And uh, when I came out of that, I sort of had to figure out who I wanted to be, what I wanted to do next with my life. I knew I didn't want to do the same thing. And so it was really like starting from ground zero to uh, create a new life for myself. And um, it kind of takes a little bit of introspection and self-awareness actually not an easy thing to do for uh, and a lot of people are facing that now they're getting to a point in their life where they're saying um, either my job's coming to an end or my uh, or, or I want to change it up or what I call it rewiring not retiring but a lot of people are getting to that point and it, it takes a lot of uh, uh, like you said introspection and courage to, to try something new you, you chose now was your first choice Uh, coaching and how did you decide on that? Well, actually, I had been taking some courses in self-awareness through an organization here in Orange County. And uh, in one of the courses I took, I had the opportunity to coach. I had no idea that I was going to fall in love with it when I did it. I just took it on to see what it was like. And I was still employed at the time and thought, well, maybe this is something I can do when I retire. Um, to keep myself active and involved. Well, as it turns out, (laughs) the universe sometimes speaks to us in interesting ways. And uh, when I got laid off, I thought, well, maybe this is a message that I shouldn't wait, that this is something I should be doing now. So I started looking around for some training programs and things for uh, to get trained to be a coach. And Mm -hmm. um, that's how it all began. Well, and in the world of... uh, 
you know, I, I would imagine some of the biggest fears in the world of coaching and things like that, I would imagine a lot of people would say, I'd love to do that, but how hard is it to find clients? Well, you know, there's all of that. And uh, there, you know, you can get training in that. If you have already sales training, then great. It's, uh, it's, it's an easy transition for someone like me. It was really challenging to figure all that out. And some of it's trial and error. Some of it is getting yourself educated. Some of it is finding the right support, as you know, uh, from people who have that experience and can guide you. Um, mm-hmm. And as you said, it takes a lot of courage. Uh, one, it, you know, I say that I help people design a sexy second act that combines passion, purpose, and a paycheck. You've got to have the passion for it that's going to keep pulling you forward to do the things you are afraid to do or don't know how to do. Or, you know, we get to be a certain age, we're afraid we're going to be embarrassed um, when we try something new. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because um, the niche that you chose, of course, you know, coaching, you could say, hey, there's, you know, there's sports coaching, there's business coaching, there's there's, uh, a lot of different facets of, of coaching. There's coaching specifically for, for women who want to advance in their careers. There's coaching for men who want to, you know, kind of one step short of, of psychology. And, but your niche is a niche that has to do with an unprecedented area that we're seeing, which is a lot of people that are baby boomers especially are coming to a point in their life when they're saying, I, I have a lot of life left. I need to do something, and I'm not sure what it is. And... And I've been working for the last 20 or 30 years. I don't know exactly what's out there, but I know there's a lot more things out there available for me to do than there used to be. Absolutely. And I think we're, you know, we've never dealt with it before because we haven't been at this place in history before where when people get to be retirement age, they still have 30 or 40 years ahead of them of active, productive lifestyle. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. How many games of golf can you play <laughs> before you get right. bored with it? Not many. <laughs> and so, you know, 30 years, you can have another whole career. And it's a time of life when you can actually create something, whether it's a career that you get paid for or whether it's just something you want to do because you love it. Um, we're, uh, we have more tools available to us now and, and uh why not? If we're, if we're still healthy, why not just go for it and create something? Okay, so let's get into the topic of the day, which is self-awareness is sexy. How would you describe self-awareness, and why is it important for sexy to be self-aware? I think it's the, the ability to be present, you know, to... Uh, really deal with what's so in life. You know, uh, a lot of times when we get laid off or something happens, we reach retirement age, and we have all these stories about it's not fair, life shouldn't be this way. Well, Mm -hmm. life is kind of the way it is, and I think self-aware people accept that and deal with it as it comes rather than trying to be a victim of it, let's say. And I think it's also the foundation for, uh, you know, that transition into being more self-reliant maybe than, you know, you go to work every day for 30 years, you kind of know what the structure of your life is. 
when you come out of that, uh, you don't. But I think self-aware people are really, really able to accept that and look around and say, this is an opportunity. This isn't something to be afraid of. This is an opportunity for me. So um, I'm, I'm going I'm to try to put it in terms that that, uh, that I can understand. I'm a I'm a musician. I'm I'm I don't I can't read a note, but I can play by ear a lot. But I know a mm-hmm. lot of musicians where if you put a score, it could be very simple or very complicated score in front of them. You put the music in front of them, they can play like note by note. But if you take that score away, they don't know what to play. Is that kind of what we're talking about? Is that you know we've been we've been trained. Okay, here's your job. Here's your here's your parenting. Here's what you do with parenting. And all of a sudden, a lot of people are getting to a point where they're saying, "Well, my kids don't need me in that role anymore. They're grown up, and my job is coming to an end. I don't know what what music to play." It is kind of like that. And to just take that one step further. <clears throat> Some people would just be okay, be okay with, um, uh, what do you call it, jamming maybe if you took the score away from them. You know, they would just say, okay, well, that's not there anymore. Let's just play and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, where other people wouldn't be able to, they would have to find that structure. And, there's, you know, there's actually nothing wrong with that. It's just it may not work. You can't go back and find that score again. It's gone. So you either have to find a new score or be able to jam or both. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I guess the point that we're trying to make here is that you would think that by a certain age, people would be self-aware. And certainly they're, they're aware of what, what their capabilities are, perhaps. But they may not know what they, – they may not be aware of what is inside of them and what they want to maybe bring up to do in their, in their next act, if you will. Is that what we're talking about? Exactly. And, you know, some of the triggers of uh, uh, recognizing that maybe there's some self-awareness development to do is if you hear yourself saying, well, that's just how I am. Or Mm -hmm. um, I'm too old to change. Or, uh, you know, I'm too old. Uh, You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That kind of thing. Um, because I don't really know that we do know what we're capable of. We think we know. We think we know who we are. We think we know what life is all about. And I think as we get older, we get more, I'm going to say, opinionated about it, Mm -hmm. where self-aware people are uh, are more open to, well, okay, this is what I've done up until now, but I really love something else. I love music. I don't know anything about music, but I can learn about music. And okay, I'm not going to be very good at it in the beginning, but that's okay. Uh, I I love it enough that I'm willing to take the time to learn. And I don't know where that's going to lead me, but I'm willing to take that journey. That's great. That's great. So so when a, a person is in the situation where they're saying, okay, I recognize that Maybe I, I don't know uh, myself as well as I thought I did with regards to this type of a thing. Where, what can they do to start to become more self-aware? 
Well, you know, certainly reading helps. Um, I have my book, Sexy Second Act, Remodel Your Life with Passion, Purpose, and a Paycheck. And there's also all kinds of surveys. And I don't mean the surveys that uh, give you your skills. Um, I mean the kind of surveys that help you delve into you and what makes you tick and uh, what matters to you. Um, I actually do one uh, called the, uh, it's called DISC, but there's a couple of other assessments that go with it. And I'm Mm -hmm. always amazed at either one of two things happen. People get either confirmation that they really do have some self-awareness or it opens the door to some areas of their lives that they really didn't know, especially in terms of values. Like what matters to me? What is important to me? Because then it makes it easy to create that structure for yourself that's going to take you forward into the future with joy because you know you're on the path of doing the thing that matters to you. And I don't mean matters in terms of, you know, uh, feeding the homeless. That might be a form of the fulfillment, but Mm -hmm. the function is what am I here to do? What's my purpose? What is going to make the mess, let, let the rest of my life be valuable and le- let me leave a legacy. And oftentimes mm-hmm. these assessments can really help people get there from here. When, when people want to change up their lives, um, now, of course, you know, I guess when, when you reach uh, certain ages uh, closer to, you know, what used to be considered retirement age, You've got you've got a couple different categories of people financially. Those that can go off and do whatever they want, and those that that must continue to earn some income to subsidize their 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 life and their their other sources of income. Um, yeah. Ha, how how have the choices for people that need to make money opened up over what what we would typically think of as the retiree job? Well, I think, first of all, there's some acceptance there that you might have to uh, take a lesser paying job or maybe even a lesser, uh, a a job with a, you know, less pizzazz Mm -hmm. to it or something. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, be building something else that really does matter to you. And it's okay to do that. And I think people relax around that once they realize that this is just a path to something different that they're really passionate about. And so it makes it easier for them to, you know, maybe go get a job that just puts bread and butter on the table until they can create that thing that's next for them. Yeah. Does that and, and that, that yeah, that's what, that's what kind of what I meant is that, yeah, they, they might not need, because now hopefully they have social security and probably hopefully some retirement savings to kind of take some sips from as they're, as they're maintaining their lifestyle, but they may need to supplement uh, and they, but they may want to do something that's related to what they've done in the past. And I guess what I was getting at was I've noticed, and it's been said that we're really moving into this kind of a gig-based economy, meaning the Uber driver yeah. or the delivery person, or um, with technology. And this is important, and I don't think a lot of people know about this. There are websites where people that have certain expertise or knowledge might be able to find a consulting gig uh, based on their expertise and knowledge where they can register themselves and maybe get a phone call from somebody across the world who wants to know about what that individual 
they want their expertise and they'll rent it for an hour or so. And so there are ways to, uh, today I've heard from people that, that do this type of work that it's important to keep your eyes open. You may need to patch together your, your, uh, your income sources um, and be aware of what's out there because you may get one of those calls, uh, you know, every three months and that might be a hundred bucks for instance, as opposed to the traditional thinking of, I need to go find a, a, a steady job. Has that, have you seen people that you've talked to um, using that type of knowledge to kind of patch things together and, and create a portfolio um, work uh, or, or lifestyle? Yeah, and I think that's, you know, more the wave of the future, too, because we, and this goes back to self-awareness, it's more of an entrepreneurial world now, and so that's an entrepreneurial lifestyle in a way, right, because entrepreneurs often uh, create more than one business. So it may not be for you or somebody our age isn't going to, you know, create an empire necessarily, but having more than one stream of income is definitely more of an entrepreneurial mindset. How can I take my skills, my abilities, my gifts, who I, and use them in a variety of ways that fulfills me and gets me a paycheck? Yeah. One example, like when my grandmother retired, she always made like, you know, she always knitted and all that kind of stuff. And she, she was very handy, very crafty and made jellies and jams and things like that. And she would go and there was like a swap, an indoor swap meet kind of a thing. And she loved to go down there and she had her friends down there and people would walk by and some people would buy some things. And, and it was just enough to get her active and happy and all that kind of thing. These days with the internet and a lot of, a lot more uh, brain types of uh, mind types of work out there. Um, there is, there's an international marketplace for people who have certain types of expertise. So things have really changed because of technology. I guess that's my point is that it's not just like being the starter at the golf course or being the greeter at Walmart. Those, those, are, those can be great jobs for people, but there's only so many of them. Yes. Absolutely. And so people, people are really, there's the, the universe is really expanded. So they really need somebody like you to say, hey, first of all, let's find out what makes you happy and what makes you tick and what might be a suitable type of opportunity. Second of all, let's do a little matchmaking. And did you know that there are X, you know, number of sites out there where your expertise might, might be, um, you might be hired for, for some time. Uh, and you'd probably be a happier person. And I've seen this, especially like uh, there's a group called B2B CFO, for instance, that is part-time people that were chief financial officers at companies. And now they just do it for a few hours at this company and a few hours at that company. They're patching it together. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And that takes a certain amount of self-awareness, right, to be willing to to do that and figure out how to patch something together and uh, get some joy in just the building of it, the creation of it. Um, you know, I think if there's a way that we are children of the divine, however you believe that, we're born to be creators. And I think that makes life exciting and sexy, is when we're given the opportunity to create something that matters to us, whatever that is. Uh, my aunt was similar uh, to your family. My aunt painted, 
she had her own little printing business that added uh, money as well to the family and her art sold. So, you know, (laughs) sometimes our family members were entrepreneurs and didn't even know to call it that. (laughs) So, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the point is listeners is that uh, it all starts with understanding uh, more about yourself and I think uh, it, it would behoove you to uh, to get Sue's book, Sexy Second Act, Remodel Your Life, Passion, Purpose, and a Paycheck. Uh, that title says it all. The Sexy Second Act, Remodel Your Life with Passion, Purpose, and a Paycheck, available on Amazon, Kindle, or Barnes & Noble. And again, and Sue, you also are offering uh, a personal insights profile uh, that we mentioned earlier, uh, a, a short time uh, discount for listeners. I'm not sure what the short time discount for listeners. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about that and how they would get in touch with you. Yes, yeah, so well, they can reach me at sue at threesquarescoaching.com, and that's T H R E E S Q U A R E S coaching, C O A C H I N G dot com, or call me at 949 212 4345 to find out more about it. It's a three-part assessment. I'm offering it for 275 to your listeners if they just tell me that uh, they're a listener of yours. And uh, it helps. It, I really, if, if there's somebody out there that's really struggling with what do I want to do now, I think this assessment can really help give them some insights that will get them excited about moving forward. It, it's, a, it's a huge area, and we talk about this a lot in, in the area of exit planning, one of the reasons people don't um, move towards the exit or sale of their business or moving on is they're not sure what they want to do next. It's a great way, and Sue is a great person to find out a little bit more about yourself and what you might want to do. Sue, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure having you on. A lot of fun, and I, I always enjoy our interviews. I do as well. Thanks so much for having me back. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. For Exit Coach Radio, I'm Spike Reel.